Hi, everyone. Before we start this week's episode, make sure you check out other podcasts within our podcasting family. Zillennial Cannon, where Kira and Adam discuss films on the millennial Gen Z cusp and how it shaped them as film fans. Aggressively Okay, where Adam and Joe cover all things pop culture and film. Seltzercast, where Sean and Agass explore the bubbly world of seltzer. Dan for Life, where Nick, and sometimes Lauren, interview a guest through the lens of the seminal text, Dan in Real Life. Moody's Pod, where Nick and Aaron take the classic Amanda Show segment, Moody's Point, and break it down episode by episode. Dadcast, where Jillian and a guest sit down to review a movie your dad probably fell asleep to on the couch. The Featured Players, where Bram, Beth, and Brendan talk about the weekly status of Saturday Night Live's featured cast. And I Was Scared too, a horror movie podcast hosted by Kid Cinema and Mr. Movies, aka Fashion JZT, where they talk about all sorts of spooky, scary movies. Thank you so much, everyone. Hope you enjoy this episode. here for my cherry coke zero okay hello it's been decades no i'm joking (laughs) hi zach i had a dream where i shit my pants last night i'm sorry i couldn't i know we just talked about it and you said we're recording i just remembered (laughs) okay it's good um do we think lenny bilardo has dreams where he shits himself perhaps I feel like everybody does. And I think it's honestly fitting that we brought back Pope to Pope for this because the thing I didn't tell Courtney is that in my dream, I didn't shit my pants just once. I shit my pants twice in my dream, actually. This is not a joke. I'm not lying. Like, Courtney's the thing I'm lying. I'm not lying right now. So it's literally poop to poop for Pope to Pope. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to your favorite oft not updated podcast about the show you're probably never going to watch. <laughs> Young Pope. <laughs> Have you know? I was on the phone with Miss Vicky this morning. Hello, Vicky. Shout out to you. I love you. And I said, you're getting episode three today. And she cheered. So Noah's mom. Vicky? Is, yeah, Noah's mom loves Pope to Pope. She loved the oh Jude Law Power Hour. She texted me and said that we made her her long drive much better. <laughs> you said we made her long dry, as in like when that guy gave that Popeye's biscuit to that dog. <laughs> <laughs> Remind me to show you. Popeye's biscuit. <laughs> Remind me to show you either like now or in between or next or whatever. I found a dog on TikTok that coughs exactly like me and it's hilarious. <laughs> That's our mascot now. Um <laughs> Guys, we're back. It's 2021. We told you. I told you because it's kind of on me to keep this podcast going. (laughs) Um, I want to start off because I think the not the most compelling thing about episode three. There's a lot, but 
you got the title sequence for the first time. That is literally the first thing I want to bring up was that I got the title sequence. Thought. You're so right for saying that thing that exists happened. You're so right. Queen. I'm so right. <laughs> You're so girl boss. I No. Okay, real quick. Speaking of Black Christmas 2019, that director's first movie, one of their movies is on the Criterion channel now, and I just don't know what to do about that. <laughs> you know who is girl boss? Sophie <laughs> in The Young Pope. <laughs> Sophie? The head of marketing. The head of marketing. The oh, I like lady. I like that lady. She's. Fun. I like her too, but she's girl boss. <laughs> so I got the opening title sequence. Finally, don't know why they waited so long. Maybe it's because it looks like shit. <laughs> I'm. Just, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Courtney made such a face. Just I was about to reach through the camera, beat you myself. Okay, I do. I do have many thoughts on the intro actually Mm -hmm. i love the rendition i know you'd already told me that it was going to be all on the watchtower i thought they were going to sing but also i think you want to know why it's good that they didn't sing because in that version it's ed sharon excuse me yeah so it's i can't remember the name of the artist who's like arranged and like performed that version it's not ed sheeran but ed sheeran did the vocals (laughs) So Paolo I'm, said, "Not today. Paolo <laughs> it is too cold for angels to fly today." <laughs> I can't. What is the name of that song? I could not remember. I was trying like two days ago. I, oh my God. I, I just like sad. popped. I just like popped a blood vessel in my brain from <laughs> what is that song called um i literally used to listen to that album all the time why do i not know this the a team the a team that's right my favorite oh. 80s show anyway yes continue about the title sequence there's no singing it's all along the watchtower like devlin the, like the one. devlin oh. is the name of the artist thank you devlin for not devlin. for doing a, a version name. without it <laughs> I love the Ed Sheeran song where he says, and I know you love Shrek because we watched it 12 times. <laughs> is that a real Ed Sheeran line? That is a real Ed Sheeran line. I'm telling you right now. You know that what? Is like I dunk on myself for liking Mumford and Sons a lot, but at least I'm not an Ed Sheeran fan. Oh, uh, yeah. We, we wouldn't want to be that, now would we? <laughs> I'm sorry if you're an Ed Sheeran fan. I, I, I am a fan of Ed Sheeran's first album. Okay, I, I've that I get. dropped off after that. I get that. I was too. I understand. <laughs> That's how I am with Mumford and Sons. The first two, absolute bangers. And from there, after bad. that, I feel no. Bad. We're just talking about English people now. Um. Anyway. Do you remember Ed Sheeran and yesterday? I'm sorry. Wait, we're talking about. <laughs> I am not talking about yesterday right now. <laughs> I will look forward to the yester today podcast <laughs> but two is spelled out like today all i know is thank god it was ed sheeran and not chris martin like it was supposed to be because i couldn't have sat through the movie <laughs> oh i couldn't have done it forgot about that yeah me and Coldplay don't mix but talk about the intro yeah <laughs> we're getting sidelined on this one too no i uh i like the intro a lot i love the rendition of the song and Knowing that information, I'm glad they didn't do vocals. <laughs> um, <clears throat> it's a really cool intro. It has 
I, I, I like when he walks down the hallway with all the paintings. That's, <laughs> I'm that's assuming, it, baby. <laughs> I'm assuming those paintings have some sort of They're historical famous. significance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I love, which I'm like a bitch for these anyway. I love the little tiny like neon credits like mm-hmm. below the paintings. I'm like, oh, that's nice. I like the young Pope aesthetic of like old world not old world but just like oldie kind of religious stuff with like that little like little tiny shot of like modern i like it i know there's like a i'm sure that's a theme of the show i wouldn't know i'm not an analyst but uh the only thing wait i like when he look doesn't he look at us does he wink at us looks at us and winks okay that was my favorite part of course I believe I think I I don't know if I screamed the first time it happened. I think I've I've worked my way up to screaming at Jude Law a lot more uh, as I've aged, uh, but I, I know my jaw dropped at least. How, how much did you scream during Sleuth? A lot, <laughs> Zach. I, okay, I, because this yeah, is yeah kind now, of- now now convince me because I I couldn't make it to all of the screening, but so, so yeah, everyone's saying um, I need to watch. Sleep. Friend of the pod, Nick, who runs Dan for Life, check out my episode um, on Dan for Life where I talk about Pope Pius. Uh, for some reason, it makes sense. I promise. <laughs> he showed us Sleuth the other night, starring Jude Law and Michael Caine, and he said, "Don't Google it." don't know anything about it and i say the same to you dear listeners but zach this is my pitch to you the last 20 minutes of the film i was gripping my mug with such force that like i hurt afterwards like my my hand hurt it was so tense in a way that i cannot tell you because it would be such a spoiler but it is not at all what you're expecting uh yeah noah and i just kept going like I didn't know it was that good. The poster it, looks really goofy. <laughs> I mean, I love Kenneth. It's I, I, well, goofy. Not love. I'm not going to say many it's not goofy. Kenneth Branagh directed movies that I like. And like I said, fucking Harold Pinter on the screenplay. It's, like, it's batshit, Zach. It's batshit. <clears throat> I screamed several times. There's a second act reveal that made me scream. That everyone watched. Guys, if only this was a fucking visual medium. Courtney looks like she just took the fucking limitless pill right now. Like her fucking <laughs> hair is like red and white and standing up like a Super Saiyan. Like when she was talking about the part where she gripped her mug, she literally like shattered it from the force of grabbing it so hard. Guys, it's fucking crazy. Um, yeah, good film. <clears throat> and anyway, yeah, I it's a the the Jude Law, the Pope Pius winking at the camera is a great moment. It's a great moment carried over to the new pope uh in which i had uh, at the sleuth screening nick had me watch the new pope uh lenny intro and i had to count all the volleyballs and listeners i did it because i've seen it enough times that i'm able to ignore nearly new jude law listeners she did it (laughs) there are five she did that cinema there are five (laughs) You remember uh, it even. <laughs> I do. I will never forget it. Um, we're not here about the new Pope, though. We're here about the young Pope. I don't know John Malkovich. Who is he? I'm joking. I love John Malkovich. But um, anyway, yeah, I love the intro. You should try being him sometime. <laughs> There's one thing I don't like about the intro. Okay, tell me. The the comet star that goes mm-hmm. across from every 
painting is very like graphic design is my passion. I don't know if I'm a fan of it. When I look at that star, it looks very much like HBO will give you a budget, but not that much of a budget, if that makes sense. <laughs> As a semi-professional motion media designer, I'm mostly oh. a graphic designer. Oh. Somehow I'm an animator sometimes. It's gray area. Um, Courtney does anime? No, you don't do anime. Um, <laughs> like, it's a drug. I don't do anime. Kids don't, don't do, do anime. anime. <laughs> um, Not even once. <laughs> I think that all of the animation is very compelling because while it's simple, it's had to take so long to go through each of those paintings and, like, cut that shit out and also, like, spot heal behind each individual Oh, of course. Figure. So I don't really blame them that the star is a little like I did this in After Effects as an afterthought because I have a deadline and Paolo Sorrentino will shoot me in the head. No, I'm joking. I don't think Paolo would do that. Um, that's Wait, the Holy Spirit, like. <laughs> That's the Holy Spirit, baby. Um, what? That's the Holy like? Spirit moving through the paintings? Yeah. That's how I view it. That's the implication, love? Yeah. Ouch, love. Okay, what, what, do you, what else don't you like? <laughs> She's not listeners. No. It's not I don't even know if it's bad. I just literally like laughed out loud whenever like the star would hit things and like knock baby Jesus over. Yeah. And then in the very end where the dude standing in front of the camera gets like conked over and he just falls like a goddamn plank of wood. Well yeah, it's like a statue, isn't it? It's a statue of the last pope. I don't fucking know. He looks pretty real to me. Anyway, do you know you know do you know what I'm talking about? I though? do. Like, yeah, I get it. He gets conked over. He's just like, yeah, because I think it's a statue. <laughs> I think it's a person. Well, there's only one. But also, living, I've seen so... I've seen the intro literally once. So, like, <laughs> I'm not gonna I, do. I, the, I I'm 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 simply not gonna do the math because it'll upset myself probably if I count the how many math? times I the math of how long I've how many oh, times how many I've time seen that intro. It? It's great. Be honest. You've watched it on YouTube just for fun. I have. I knew it. One time I showed it to my boss because we were talking about animating. I'm like, you should look at this. They say, hey, why does that little fucking guy fall over the egg? <laughs> Assuming that's what your boss sounds like. Definitely. Um, <laughs> what was I going to say? The, uh, I do I mean, think the intro is good. I do think it's good. If you ever get to New Pope, um, I'm interested to see what you'll think of that. I think mm. you'll like that intro better i personally don't i still think it's a banger it's awesome i like the song better um but i think you'll like that one better oh i really hope the intro song is sharp dressed man by zz top it's not (laughs) all right Uh let's let's just let's just move on let's move on okay So, um, multiple times, Zach has either told me over Zoom verbally or in the in in the Twitter DMs that he thought this was a boring episode. Okay, hold on a sec. Okay, <laughs> let's let's set the record straight. Oh, is that? Oh god, I spilled kombucha on one of my blankets last night. Oh, or I no. didn't spill. I I shook up the bottle. <laughs> not to and that shit stinks now there's like a colony of mold like all over my blanket uh <laughs> oh um no I, I i truth be told i really didn't think this episode was boring if 
I guess the way I would describe it is that there aren't as many like really catchable moments in this episode for me on a first mm. watch as mm. there were in like other ones. I mean, when you go from like Lenny gets a kangaroo to like yeah. whatever comes after, it's kind of an unfair benchmark, honestly. So yes. I I did I was mostly joking when I say I do think this is a good episode. And I, was I kind figured of that's around. how you but felt. this was a very just like and I know obviously the whole show is people talking, but this one in particular felt just like a very people are talking like episode, which is fine. It was good talking. So like it's a pretty political episode, I would say, because of which all this stuff. was the stuff that interested me. Um, all the all the Voyello and Spencer stuff, like figuring all that out, like that is very interesting. But it is very political and like heavy, kind of. It's not like you said. It's That's, not Lenny with a kangaroo. Yeah. That's one thing I wanted to ask about. I know we're kind of jumping ahead for that, but like, I don't know if I missed something or what, but like, Spencer was like really moved, like moved to action by that confrontation with Voyello and the really fucking old. Yeah, (laughs) I could not tell you his name. Yeah, I can't either. Was the reason he was so affected by that just because he's older or like? Do you it, know? It, so something? that's the scene where the older cardinal is lifting the weight of God. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. That's so I mean. essentially, the way I read that is Voyello and that cardinal come to Spencer because they are so desperate for something to help mm-hmm. the church because they're so scared of Lenny that he, you know, Voyello's doing his Voyello thing. It's not working, doesn't work. So the older cardinal he does this and Voyello doesn't get it because he's just Voyello is almost more political than he is spiritual I view Mm. him as a politician more than a holy man exactly yeah whereas Spencer immediately understands what he's doing and he says it's the weight of God he's holding God he's holding the weight of God and then the cardinal holding the weight of God says and how heavy is the weight of God or what is the weight of God and Spencer says it's fragile. Right? Mm. Something along those Something lines. Something like that. What's he doing? He's lifting the weight of God. And what is the weight of God like, Michael? Very fragile. It's extremely fragile. Which is why you are going to help us to fortify God. I tried. It's hopeless. No, Michael. We have to spend our whole lives trying. We have to try right till the moment of our death. That's what priests do, we give God wait. Yeah. So essentially, he, Spencer, realizes that if he does not kiss Lenny's ass and figure this shit out, it, it will hurt the church. Yeah. It will hurt God. And he needs to put his ego aside and 
suck it up so that he can help because at the end of the day it's not about politics it's about god which is something that i think boyello often struggles with mm-hmm. um and that's what foley was able to convince him but obviously it doesn't work out yeah you know? which sucks but that's what i was gonna say like i think that part of what interested me with that is that you know obviously it feels like <clears throat> lenny oh my god <clears throat> lenny has inherited so much from spencer's tutel being under spencer's tutelage you know mm-hmm. so to see that spencer actually and i mean you know not that lenny doesn't care about god it's just that like i'm still more obviously gray on his like true motivations you yeah. know but to see spencer actually be like no like at the end of the day i do care more about god and the church than like my personal pettiness against lenny and shit like that it just kind of took me away i didn't expect for him to make that I guess adult of a decision, you know, because yeah. prior I'm like, okay, this guy's just like an asshole, kind of in the sense that Lenny is. But in this one, he actually like tried to step up. It didn't work. And that makes it hurt even more. Honestly, that was a brutal scene after yeah. where he fucking uh, gets on the ground and everything. But uh, no, and it, to it, go it, back, it, it surprised me. I think that's why I was kind of confused. Oh yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was just say to go back first. Lenny comes to Spencer asked him you know to be uh it's the 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 prefect for the the clergy right yes which essentially is who like helps pick the priests yeah that's essentially that job and he turns it down because he's just offended by it like he's Mm -hmm. just offended that's a lowly position to him and then the scene we just talked about with Boyle and the older cardinal and then the scene just i'm just i'm just mapping out the plot for no no yeah hasn't seen it in a minute or whatever but um it is it's hard to see spencer rejected because i think the show has just put him out as such a like the only person that lenny looks up to and that lenny will take Mm -hmm. an order from almost Mm -hmm. and it it really shows i think lenny's development and how instant his character development is from when he became pope and i mean i think it's a good thing for lenny it makes him a stronger leader to be you know, I'm not going to listen to anyone else. They're not going to, you know, take me seriously, respect me. I mean, maybe it's not good for everyone else, but I think personally for him, (laughs) it's a step in the right direction. Well, it's very much just like, who is going to stop Lenny now? Because to me, Spencer, you know, is seen as like, oh, the one person that could like really challenge. And there's others too, you know, like Mary, I mean, I mean, Mary's kind of similar, like, seemed like she had more sway in the beginning, but Lenny is just becoming, like, so insular and so just, like, I am not taking anything from anyone that even these people that he has respect for, you know, he's not even listening to them anymore. Mm -hmm. And so it keeps feeling more and more that it's reaching a point of, like, no return, (laughs) which is horrifying. Because this man is literally crazy. But no, and this is the episode where it really hits Boyello that he's not going to be able to just control him. And he even has that outburst in Lenny's office where he says, like, <sighs> that was the plan. That was the plan. We were going to go, you know, it was just going to be me, the liberal, and Spencer, the conservative, and we were going to mold you. And it was going to be the bridge between the two sides. And it failed. When I say my jaw literally hit the fucking floor, I was like, (laughs) "Yeah, 
<laughs> I had no words. I literally had no words. That shit was insane. <laughs> I like my brain is like racing. That was wild. I mean, I didn't, you know, I didn't think that they would be so forward about that. And if they were, I thought it would come like towards the end or something later, yeah. like three episodes in and basically, you know, not the sham, but like the machinations of Lenny's, you know, papacy. I don't know what the word is. Yeah. <laughs> like becoming the Pope has been like revealed to him. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, okay, like I want you out of here. So wait, yeah. What's, what's Voyello's like status right now? Is he like, on the way out or is he like no he's still the cardinal secretary okay 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 um i mean i can fully i i don't i'm not gonna i won't call this a spoiler he remains the cardinal secretary of state lenny keeps him on as the cardinal secretary okay okay um i think it's just he has been the cardinal secretary of state for like decades Yeah, yeah like several popes so I think Lenny is smart enough to know that he needs him as much as he maybe doesn't like him. He's not dumb mm-hmm. enough to just drop him and try to get some rando in there, especially because Lenny doesn't want to deal with politics. Right. He doesn't want to. And he doesn't like I, I think they say in this they talk about him having to do the baptisms like he has to baptize 200 babies. Yeah. And he's like does not want to be like bothered with that. Like he's not a pope that's going to go visit and kiss babies. He just cares about getting the church back to, like, honestly, the medieval scary shit where everyone is terrified of the Pope. <laughs> exactly. And whereas, like, Voyello is, like, so down to do, like, all of that shit. Like, he's always yeah. trying to, like, be on top of, like, everything. So yeah. maybe they're made for each other. No, and that scene <laughs> has a great line where Lenny's looking out. Uh, the window and Voyolo says mm. like holy father you may be as handsome as Jesus but you need to remember that you aren't Jesus and then Lenny says I may be handsomer but keep that to yourself <laughs> <laughs> Lenny implying that he was more handsome than Jesus is like the hardest flex <laughs> you know he's probably right um, oh my god <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't yeah <laughs> what was i gonna say oh i guess this kind of ties into like voyello i wrote a note i like that he highlights how this religious matter is defined by bureaucracy bureaucracy this group chose him not necessarily god if that makes mm-hmm. sense because we talked before about how like a big thing of this is, you know, obviously like the politics of being the Pope. And so I do think it's really fascinating because, you know, Voyello says, you know, like, Oh, well, like we'd had that plan with Lenny, but then people started voting for him. Like God moved through these people and told them to like also vote for Lenny or whatever. But like, obviously if you view the show from a more, I don't want to call it cynical, I guess less religious mindset. Yeah. You do see it as just like a, oh, this, you know, ordained world defining position is chosen by a committee, not like the hand of God, if yeah. that makes sense. Well, and that ties back into the beginning when he's um, on the roof with um, Don Tommaso. Mm. And he's doing the whole thing where he's like, maybe it is God. He does talk about almost shitting doesn't he 
I literally saw that in my note again it, to to tie this whole episode together. Lenny is talking about how he was having like a religious experience that was so moving. He had to like clench himself down to his chair to keep himself from shitting his pants. This is the poop to poop podcast, dude. This was like ordained. God willed this episode to happen on this day, he Courtney. He did. Um, that so- is my second note in my notes. The first one being, <laughs> I've been watching another like Italian-centric show, <laughs> and everybody on there calls each other the Italian word for bastard. So I wrote down Lenny Bastardo. <laughs> he can be a little stinker, that's for sure. But at the beginning, he can be a little talking- stinker when he shits his pants. Literally. Um, I- I'm not okay. going to say what I was going to say. Never mind. Oh my god. Oh um- my god. <laughs> Courtney says, Courtney says, Jude Law could shit on me any day. No, I was going to say, I'd buy those on <laughs> Not from Jude Law, but from Lenny Bellardo. No, it's like it's like the Jesus towel or whatever. Literally, yeah. Um, <laughs> the, the cloak of the veil of the whatever. Yeah, the veil of tears. <laughs> the veil of tears, but it's Lenny's shitted uh, up which, This is my third day plug. But, oh my god! Um, oh, here we go. Florence right. Welch served. Feel, that feel free to log off for a bit, least. <laughs> Florence Welch plays that biblical figure in the Third Day Autumn. That's all I have to say. Um, Florence Pugh plays a cloth. Florence Welch. Florence and the Machine. Florence, Wel- Florence Dog Welch. Dog days are over, bitch. No, she. Plays Florence Welch plays a cloth. She's <laughs> the lady that wiped his fucking face. I'm- she plays and, the guy that wiped Jude Law's ass when he shit his pants from his religious experience. Imagine. I'm just putting Courtney through hell. So I'm going to wrap it up with a nice note. I loved your three-part third-day art on your Instagram. It was a Thank very nice... Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, back to Lenny on the roof. Uh, he's, he's Lenny on the roof. Lenny on the roof. Um, That's my favorite MTV show. Uh, the... The um, but, 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 but he's talking about how he felt during the 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 process of the pope being elected, and mm. the votes keep coming in for him, and he's this whole like, please God, not him, me, not you know, not them, but me, and that whole. Such I think a that good scene. Be, yeah, that that monologue is incredible, and the like fierceness so and like almost like I don't know. It's he's a little scary. As he's saying that, like you can see how passionate he is about being the Pope and conquering others. <laughs> it's a great scene. It, it just, you know, it's a clear like indication of his just like his drive, I guess. Yeah, and that, and and that's he's when he finishes that like monologue, he just goes fuck. <laughs> It's so good. Courtney loves it when edgy Jude Law Pope says, fuck. It's such a good line delivery, though. I don't even remember him saying fuck. I don't, like, remember that. I'm literally going to pull it up because it's You're going to look up good. the fuck? No, I'm, I just watched the episode on HBO. Like, I can find it. Rip. Guys, are we sponsored by HBO Max? No, because I won't fucking try to get him any goddamn acting awards. For this, or the new Pope, or the third day. I saw the third day on a, sh- like, short, short list for uh, Best Actor a in a short, miniseries. Short. Like, it was like, it was like, there were the people they thought, 
Then, like, the people, they were like, maybe. And then they were like, if nothing, if nothing else fails, sure, these ones. And he was one of them. But I was happy to see it. <laughs> Good thing Courtney's not a mathematician, y'all. She's considers a short list about 100 people. No, but you know what I mean? <laughs> like, the Oscar, like, the Oscar short list no, is, I'm is kidding, a long I'm list. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how to do math. Okay. I I know, I'm not the only one. That praise that I get the purple see and shit my pants. <laughs> he was already drafting oh his God, first Jesus. paper address in his head, maybe even composing his. She's playing oh, it, everybody. <laughs> to you. This is happening. Not him, me, not him, me. Who I am. Because that is the enormous error they committed. They chose a pope they didn't know. And today, they began to understand. That is their tremendous sin. They chose a pope they presumed they knew. I spoke my new name, Pius Thirteenth, and they forgot to thank God because they thought God had failed to illumine them. I forgot to thank God because I didn't think God had illumined them either. I love myself more than my neighbor, more than God. I believe only in myself. I am the Lord omnipotent. Lenny, you have illumined yourself. Fuck. That's a good fuck. Fuck. <laughs> I love the little trumpet in the background. More than my neighbor, more than God. <laughs> oh. I went too far. I was going to do it They're again. They're going to play it again. <laughs> What One a mouth fun. he has. Sorry. <clears throat> yeah, that, that that scene goes close up his face to his eyes to just his mouth, and it is very tantalizing to watch. <laughs> Not gonna lie. I can't wait till you switch over to the point where you cannot sexualize Lenny Blurro, and it's coming. Maybe well, it I isn't. Cannot. I can't. I, I don't know. Part where he talks about shitting his pants is a pretty good <laughs> distance there, honestly. Everybody poops, Zach, even the Pope. Everybody poops, Francis even the Pope. laying down a fat duke right now, maybe. I don't know. That's the real Pope in real life, and that's why I'm not a Catholic. If Lenny Bellardo was really the Pope, I'd be a Catholic. <laughs> I love that you're like... <laughs> Your requests are like, well, I'm just saying, if Pope was Jude Law, I'd be Catholic. <laughs> it's not even Jude Law. It is Lenny Bellardo. Like, I think people don't get that. They're it like, is Courtney the fictional Lush. character. It is the fictional Lenny character. Lenny like, Lenny Bellardo is, is separate from Jude Law to me. Like, I know I sound like a crackhead. And I'm sorry. I don't know how to explain it better than that. But, like, that's why I don't. Like, yes, everyone knows Courtney thinks Jude Law is handsome. Lenny Blurdo, yes, he's handsome, but I can't, like, say bad things about him. He's too good. And you don't guys, get it yet. Guys, don't fuck with Courtney's comfort character, you guys. Just fucking, don't fucking mess with her. <laughs> You'll get it, I promise. I'll get it. See, the, the best part about this podcast is that it's like an active time capsule where I'll be, I like, know. joking around and fucking around, and then, like, Courtney's just <laughs> waiting for the hammer to drop with, like, every next episode, and I'm gonna be like, 
I'm so sorry. I've said all those things. I, I spoke too soon. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> like I'm gonna regret okay. everything. It's gonna be like a okay. top ten miniseries for me. <laughs> it's okay. Um, what else? What, what other things? So another. Well, um, did he call himself the primate of Rome? Oh, sorry, you were saying something. <laughs> 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 it's got like a migraine right now. Just do a thing, you know, where you pinch the bridge of your nose, just like, ah. He calls himself the primate of Rome, just like Glimbani. I believe that means he's the head of Rome. I'm going to Google. I didn't Google it last night because I wanted to Google it live or not whenever I watched it. So, uh, when on. they're in the scene. Let me make this real quick. <laughs> primate of Rome. Primate bishop. <laughs> <laughs> When they're in I'm that sorry. room, when they're in the office, the same right after yeah. he says he's more handsome than Jesus. Um, and a monkey. They bring in that one cardinal and uh, they're going to reassign him. And see, this is yeah, like, yeah. as someone who has seen this show several times, this is like an all time moment. Like, this is a moment where you look back and you're like, oh, it's the catch a can scene. Um, so he takes him over. That was my favorite fucking thing. I merely wanted to talk about this. <laughs> he takes him over to this gorgeous globe in the corner and he says, We're gonna take you away from the Vatican. I'm you know, I'm gonna spin this globe and you're gonna close your eyes, you're gonna place your finger wherever it lands, and that's where you're gonna be moved. And the cardinal does that. His finger lands on San Francisco, and he's thrilled. He's thrilled. He's so happy. He's like, oh, San Francisco. <laughs> and Lenny says, wow, catch a can Alaska. <laughs> and this dude's face just, like, breaks. This is the saddest man I've ever seen in my life. Close your eyes and choose your new destination. What have I done wrong, Holy Father? Nothing. It's just your role under the previous three popes was to organize their travels, a role which I intend to radically rescale because this pope won't be wasting time roaming the world. As a result, I no longer need you. It would be beneath your stature as a cardinal to accept a diminished role, so. Then why do I get the impression that you are out to diminish me even further? Because it's true. Now close your eyes and plant your finger on the globe. Close your eyes. Catch a can, Alaska. Actually, Holy Father, San Francisco is what turned up. Yeah, not right there goes a lynch. Catch a can, Alaska. It's a lovely place. I've been there. Nice little town. Population 8,000. You'll like it. And uh, he says, he quotes, uh, I don't even remember who he's quoting, but he says, beauty at lower temperatures. It's still beauty or something. Is it cold there? Oh, yeah. Freezing. But don't forget Nobel laureate Joseph Brodsky's wonderful words. Beauty at low temperatures is beauty. <laughs> when I say it, there, I, I mean this when I say there's at least one laugh out loud moment in every episode of this show so far. I have in my notes, just in all caps, Kitsikan Alaska. <laughs> And I laughed 
my ass off for like five minutes straight. It was so fucking funny. It's so good. It's, so <laughs> it's good. like I got San Francisco. No, Ketchikan, Alaska. <laughs> oh, it's so good. That's like a running bit. Like not just Ketchikan, but like like a transferring breeze. <laughs> Oh my god. Which, like, is bad for sure. Like, they should just get rid of them a lot of the times. But, like, the idea, like, I'm just, I'm not gonna say who it is, but there's a scene in The New Pope where there's a very bad cardinal who is, like, he is a child molester and they send him to Iraq and there are no cat, like, there are no churches, there are no any, like, there's nowhere for him to go. So it's, like, worse than jail for him, uh, which I think is hilarious, but, um... Sent to Iraq. This is my, my moment to say abusers should be in jail, because I feel like I have to say that after saying that and laughing at it. Um... Yes, this show actually, you haven't quite gotten to it yet, but there is a very compelling Catholic sex abuse subplot that is coming later. You've kind of heard a little bit, the Kurtwell case, they keep talking about it. That becomes a subplot. Yeah. Okay, uh, okay, okay. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, Ketchikan's great. <laughs> another, to Ketchikan, me, Alaska. another big moment as far as like, as a, as a frequent watcher of The Young Pope, um, the story of Lenny's girlfriend that he tells to yeah yes, that... he fell for a homely girl <laughs> Zach Zach I have a chance with the poem <laughs> <laughs> you right now i'm joking i think i'm beautiful um that is not a problem i have unfortunately like i mean fortunately i have no self-esteem issues um courtney's like man fucking another day another banger when i look in the mirror fucking hottie central all everyone who listens to this podcast is uglier than me no No, not true. Not true. Um, Guys, look forward to our VH1 docuseries, uh, My Ugly Co-Host, starring Courtney and me. <laughs> let's, go back to, let's go back to Lenny's nice story. It's very touching. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh the homely girl. <laughs> look, that's how I remember her. They said she was a homely girl. Um... Look, yeah. like, I just assumed Lenny was gay, like full transfers. <laughs> I think that he's or honestly like nothing. I was gonna say, like, that's that's like the that's like the first great answer. My like college educated answer is that I would honestly believe him to be asexual yeah. and or aromantic. Because yeah. he is just like him. Yeah. I don't get any vibes from him. Other than just like Jude Law Hot. <laughs> But yeah. even then, like the power of his his immersion into Lenny as a character is so strong that even that is like a stretch, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. And I think that's where I get my whole thing about Lenny. It's like he right. he I mean, I think Jude Law's a great actor regardless, and literally anything he's in, if it's a rom com, if it's an action movie, whatever, I think he's great. I think he brings something to every role he's in. 
but this is his greatest thing he's ever done. And I can, like, there's certain actors that get lost very easily into their characters. Or, but then when you get household names, like, I think Jude Law's a household name, at least for me, obviously. And, like, Tom Hanks is always my go-to. Like, I've struggled to be able to watch Won't You Be My Neighbor um, or whatever. No, that's the doc. It's uh, beautiful day in the neighborhood. neighborhood because and I, i've heard it's great and i'm sure it's great but it's fantastic to me, to me i look at tom hanks and i cannot remove tom hanks from being tom hanks but i feel like that might be a performance where i do buy it i just need to watch the film i need to get over it and watch the movie and this is a case to me where like i don't see jude law i see lenny Bellardo. like lenny Bellardo gotcha. is such a and this is to paolo's credit too i think it's such a well-written character that like to me he exists like i sound like i'm crazy i don't actually think he exists but he's such a well no no character. you're you're right uh well written shows and stellar performances can can do that like yeah. uh you know it's a similar but different case with animation like i read mm-hmm. courtney roasted me for it before but like i watch bojack horseman and i don't see like or hear goofy ass arrested development will arnett no like, not no, at all I, I only see and hear like the character and it's yeah, that's like, a great example so concrete in my mind so i totally get like what you're saying for real yeah and he's like that he, he's getting like that for me if he isn't already mm-hmm. as in jude law as lenny yeah. like he's fucking in it to a again i say really scary degree because yeah kind of scares me <laughs> i get it no i get it you'll get stockholm syndrome that's cool it's fine oh my god um no it's not stockholm syndrome it's just good the character growth the character development paolo okay. genius paolo um, catch but again. Anyway, i think it's really telling that he tells this story who he says i've ne- he says i've never told this story to anyone before and he tells it to gutierrez and i think that just shows how much he respects gutierrez and gutierrez mm-hmm. is like the only person he's being nice to yeah. Whereas, I mean, even he's even starting to lash out at Sister Mary a little bit. Yeah, um, yeah. Like you were talking about earlier, like he's just not trusting anyone, but he trusts Gutierrez. And mm-hmm. I think that just keep that in your back pocket is all I'll say. Gutierrez is important. Well, yeah, because fucking Voyello mm-hmm. fucking cornered him. I know. Ooh. <laughs> I know. He's got a little bit of a drinky drinky problem, but. Yeah. We love him. That's a good, that was a great next episode setup, though. Like, I didn't have time to watch four after that, but I was like, ah, oh, okay. And then uh, sitting in the garden, uh, Gutierrez yes. and Lenny, I'm like, oh, like, shit's gonna, like, go down. I'm so nervous. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, and we also met a very key character this episode as well, Esther, who is yes, the wife who... of one of the Swiss guards, and this girl loves, loves priests <laughs> courtney and noah hate esther you <laughs> you're gonna hate esther too i'm, like, pu- I'm putting me. her on the spot <laughs> uh, anyone who has seen this show i think does not like esther i'm not i don't want to split okay. like, I'm not no, no 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 this is another great example of like okay like we'll look back at all of these episodes in hindsight and it'll be like oh zach you didn't know no you don't have literally and I think I like her in this, like, I like this scene with her. I forgot that there was so little of her in this episode. I thought more happened with her in this episode. It really mm-hmm. doesn't. It's just her down in St. Peter's and she comes up to his office. And 
it's her you know as much as I say I don't like her the character's great and the character it's a very interesting decision on Paolo's part is what I'll say especially into the new Pope but I'm not gonna even go there right now and that's where most of the like this bitch comes in but um (laughs) the scene when he has um his little assistant dude who she's been sleeping with uh go grab her and she's you know she's so excited of course you would be if you're a super pious person and the pope is inviting you into his quarters no one keep in mind nobody that doesn't work in the vatican knows what the fuck the pope looks like she has no idea who he is or what he looks like she heard his speech that's all she knows about him so she's brought in there and like of course it would shock anyone that the pope looks like that I mean, Jesus, right? <laughs> Esther walked in <laughs> like fucking Squidward. Oh, no, he's hot. <laughs> yeah. And she comes up to him and, she, you know, he says, why have you been standing out there? Because she's been standing out there alone, she staring, like kind of creepy. And she just said, I wanted you to know I loved your speech. And then, you know, I think she's assuming for him to be like, oh, thank goodness, because the press hated it. Yeah, the world yeah, yeah, hated yeah. the speech. But he turns to her and he says, that's not enough. God that's damn. That's Lenny. Yeah, that's Lenny. Uh, but then she starts to like explain herself. And he's clearly very moved by what she has to say. And it takes him aback. And then in another, I would say, all-timer moment for the show, he fall- He faints. He drops into her arms, who yeah, she's yeah. known the, the like it's the Pope, first of all, and she also just met him, and she's literally like holding him like the Pieta. Mm-hmm. And it's oh, it's such an image. Paolo, sweetie, thank you. Holding him like the Pieta. Do you know what the Pieta is? You know I don't fucking know what the Pieta is. It is it is the image of the Virgin oh. Mary holding Jesus. Holding Jesus. After... I see, see, I knew it. I knew yes. what it was. Yeah, I just needed. I, I knew what it was. According Essentially, it. woman holding grown man who looks dead. That's yeah. That's the that's the T on the P top. It was <laughs> a great shot. To... It was like a. We need a fucking like certified Paolo moment because that like felt like one. <laughs> it did. It did. <laughs> And that's really all that Esther's in that episode, correct? You'll get. I it. think there's so, more yeah. to come. There's more to come, but that's a great intro. Great to her. Um, I, is there anything we haven't hit? This is so specific. Do you remember if that's the scene where he? I think Lenny is the one that says it like absence is presence or whatever. Yes, like I that think whole, so. Okay, that just like really stuck with me, like really mm-hmm. hard. I was like, there. <laughs> I'm 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 such a like sucker for shit where people just have like philosophical theological conversations. Like this is your I've show. I, I've I've gone on end about how I could watch my dinner with Andre like five times in a row every day, and it's literally just people talking at a dinner table. So yeah, <laughs> that's what I want to like loop back around and say that this was a talky episode, but all of the conversations were so fascinating and engaging that like i was really hooked back in a lot more quickly than i thought i would be because i mean you know obviously the struggle with this pod i've made it known that i'm really bad about watching tv unless it's something that like i know i like so 
I was almost expecting some more like growing pains with like getting back into this, but this was a surprisingly very easy, fun, and engaging episode mm-hmm. to get back into. So I'm really glad that I did. Oh, other thing I want to mention, uh, Lenny juggles in the end, which yeah. I thought was amazing. <laughs> That's how he won the heart of the homely girl. <laughs> Did he say how old he was? He, I thought he said he was a kid, right? Well, he was that, like that. That dream sequence was good. I yeah, just that. yeah, with the parents. I mean, I think he was like a teen. Like, I think he was of age. I think he was eighteen up because he was teen. about. Yeah, he was about yeah, to yeah. enter the seminars. He could have been like twenty something. I'm just. I'm trying to imagine. Yeah, and he was like, like by himself. You know. Wait one second. One second. That's how yeah, he won he... the heart of the homely girl. <laughs> um, <laughs> the juggling. Okay, so imagine you're sitting on the beach, just minding your own business. Oh my god! Oh my god! And this fucker. I know what you're gonna do. I comes like. up to you and starts juggling. <laughs> <laughs> For those. That needs some visual aid, which I'm assur- assuming is you, because this is an audio-only <laughs> medium. Uh, Courtney has typed into Google Jude Law Young and has uh, zoomed in on a picture of the young, young Pope. <laughs> and, the young, young Pope. And he is, is very, he's very handsome. Um, it just has young Pope. I know. <laughs> he's, 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 very, he's a very handsome young man. Yeah. And I'm frankly shocked at how well this white man is aged to be frank honestly are you excited for this that's coming oh my god that's coming an episode that's yeah do you pope. see this oh it's the new pope yeah oh god much to think about oh why don't you um, take but it yeah away? <laughs> <laughs> i literally have access to bing like i can look at that up anytime <laughs> Think Jude Law underwear. <laughs> Gonna make that a new running gag, just like I use Bing instead of Google. <laughs> um, but Law. yeah, he juggled. The only GIF on. Um, oh my god. <laughs> the only GIF on Instagram gifts is him juggling. No way. That is so funny. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Um. It's great. I'm trying to uh, trying to pull it up. I'm just I just gotta I make gotcha. like a like a you gotta make just a, a horrible thing. horrible photo of myself that I just took. <laughs> the young Pope. Oh no, I spelled the wrong. Jesus Christ, oh, Courtney! My God, of all the words to misspell. Yep, yep, yep. Here we are. Oh okay, Here great. we are. Great. I'm ready to see it. <laughs> the Courtney is showing me her phone where it's this little like white outlined gift <laughs> of Lenny juggling and it's frankly adorable it is he's cute when he's not he's being like stuck in 1510 um, yeah like, like Walt Whitman and myself does Lenny contradict himself he does He's a man of many platitudes. I guess we could quickly talk about the dream and then we're probably good. 
he wants. Yeah, that, to. that's all, that's all I have. He sees his parents in a dream, little tiny baby pope. His parents catch the boat in Venice. And he says, "Don't leave." I can't remember what he says. <laughs> it's sad. I, you know, I'm gonna say it. Full transparency. Mm-hmm. I'm allowed to criticize the things I love. I don't love <gasps> the. I don't love that subplot. About his parents? Yes. I think you'll get it as we continue to go okay. on. I think it's, I think sometimes it takes up time. Like, I think it's not as needed as there's some other young Lenny stuff that comes up later that I think is more compelling and is more integral to the show that I think maybe could have had more time spent on it. I don't know. You'll see. We'll get there. It's going to start picking up. The next young episode. Lenny. I will really? say. I, yes. I think so. I'm trying to find. Um, let's see. Yeah, there's ten episodes. I'll be at four. You know, almost mm-hmm. halfway. So you know. So <clears throat> the one, like, I'm not saying it's not good until this episode, but no, um, no, the episode that's like, oh my fucking god, what? Like this is happening? Like this show is real? Is episode eight? Like that's the one where it's like, oh my god. But it does start picking up. Like, shit starts really happening uh, the next time, I would say. And some stuff in episode four is revealed about Lenny's, like, how conservative Lenny is. uh, That is very interesting and kind of changes things up, I think. And Esther becomes a lot more involved. That's what you got to look forward to in three more months when you watch episode four. (laughs) (laughs) Hey. I'm teasing. Can't wait for conservative Lenny to explain trickle down theory to me. <laughs> Real excited. No, you're conservative, not American conservative. But but the church is already conservative. Yeah. This is religion. <laughs> you know what? Tell that to everyone who's like Francis is woke. More like the young woke. Am I right, everybody? That's what that's what Pope Francis thinks he is. I'm so, I have very strong feelings. Like I'm glad that, that he that's is what I that's what I is. thought. <laughs> like he's that's, done that's a what lot I of thought good. the young Pope was before I watched it. The young woke. <laughs> yeah. No. Um. No. Pope Francis is a step in the right direction, but like it's still the Catholic Church. Do you know what I mean? No, I know what you mean. I, 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 the way I would describe it is that like. <laughs> remember how before i started watching the young pope i described it as like what i thought it was as in like this isn't your mom's pope like that's what pope francis feels like i'm not your mom's pope yeah that's exactly well um i look forward to us continuing this journey i now have two people reaching out to me being like please keep making episodes so oh my god shout out to you daniel baron i know you just started the show and he literally messaged me and was like he was like y'all better hurry up so i can listen as i watch i love him he's so nice shout out yeah i'll watch it for you not for me (laughs) i forgot i don't care about courtney (laughs) i'm kidding i care about courtney so much Thank you for listening. We're going to try to be a little, I mean, it's still not going to be an every week thing. I promise you that I probably, you know, just to be real, but um, 
yeah, we're going to keep trucking. And, you know, maybe by the end of the year, we'll have watched the entire show. (laughs) Pick up on how nice Courtney is. She said, we're going to try as if this is like a group problem and not very much so. I mean, I do have to rewatch them as you watch them because it's been my last grand rewatch was last March. So just watch the little episode recaps. That's what I did. Instead of watching the show, oh, okay. I was like, I'll fucking kill you. What if I was just that good? What if I did that from now on? I just watched the recaps. I was like, oh man, great episode. Let's let's fucking power through this and let's not talk about specific details. No, yeah, I feel the I feel the need to rewatch though because I am like technically the expert. And if you come up with a specific line that I don't know what you're talking about because I didn't watch the episode, I think that's not good. That is because I feel like point. that's leaving you in the dark because it may be something I can explain more with my like three yeah. re- rewatch knowledge. Um, but yeah, it's the broad things that I remember, of course. Like, like I didn't specifically remember the monologue at the beginning, but I remember yeah. the fuck. <laughs> fuck. Another reason for me to feel like shit doing this podcast. No, don't. I like I will watch the show whenever I get the chance. You know, I love it. It is my favorite thing ever. I just want to point out too cuz we're talking about the fuck. Um Jude Law's like upper and lower lip are the same size, which is really weird. Like few people are they equal. <laughs> Why are you crying? It's just laughing. <laughs> I'm I'm moved to tears by by the Jude Law lip ratio. I mean, it's really okay. Maybe the lower lip. I don't know. It's close. It's close. I'm gonna share screen. It's no, close. they're they're pretty. The lower is a little poutier, I guess, but it's very close. <laughs> Smoochy. <laughs> <laughs> they're like equal there wait can you zoom out of that picture yeah they are equal there wait what Jude Law cast as young Albus Dumbledore that's how I feel this website is literally going to make me have a hard time (laughs) yeah we're not going to we're not talking about we're not watching crimes slow down I can't what are you trying to spell there we ain't talking about hairy poopers on this podcast. <laughs> We've talked about poop enough. <laughs> we did talk about Jude Law talking about shitting his pants, so we did talk about a hairy pooper because he's kind of a fuzzy man. Um, Jude Law said, I know I'm not the only one who has to flex seal my butt cheeks closed so I don't shit my pants. <laughs> and with that, follow us on Twitter at Pope to Pope Pod and Instagram at Pope to Pope Podcast. Lord knows I will not post frequently, but when I do, I yeah, think or the not. posts we do make are gems. So um thanks for listening. Yeah, Bye. thanks everybody. Bye. Catch a can Alaska. <laughs>